Welcome to Surviving Extra Needs Parenting. My name is Stephanie Davis and I'm your host. For those of you returning to our program, welcome back. I hope you're making progress on your power parent goals. And for those of you who are new, welcome. Today's the day you can begin developing your own power parent goals. Surviving Extra Needs Parenting is for all you parents out there who are raising a child with a medical, behavioral, or learning challenge. We know that regular parenting is tough enough. And when you add in anything extra, it definitely makes things that much harder. We're sponsored by the folks at Family Support Village, which is an awesome online membership community for parents of extra needs children. I happen to be a co-founder of the organization and would love for you to check us out at www.familysupportvillage.org and follow us on Facebook at The Support Village. Welcome back listeners. This is Stephanie and I'm your host. For those of you who are new to our podcast, welcome. We're glad you're here. A quick recap of the last two podcasts. Last podcast, we talked about some do's and don'ts of power parenting. We got some excellent advice from other extra needs parents and we're sharing it with you. So I'm going to take one do and one don't that I especially like in the world of power parenting and I will recap that for you right now. A do. Do understand that spouses deal with information differently. If your spouse or significant other or your child's other parent is driving you crazy because they're not acting or reacting in a way that makes sense to you or that you would like them to, I'd like you to take a step back and take a breath and understand you are two very different people I am sure you both love your children very much and want the best for them. Actions and reactions come out in different ways. Simply acknowledging that to yourself and your significant other can be a very powerful way to come together more as a team and less of each of you feeling a little angry or isolated. So power parents do understand that spouses deal with information differently. What don't power parents do? Power parents do not try to learn too much too soon, or they will be scared or overwhelmed or both. So whether you are heading to Google Doctor or reaching out to your Uh, child's professional team, talking to friends or family, whatever you're doing to try to help your child. Please take a breath again. Take a step back and slow down a little bit. Learning or reaching out too much too soon can overwhelm you, can stress you, and can provide more activities that you have on your plate that you now need to figure out. So power parents don't try to do too much too soon. A little bit on a regular basis can go a really long way. 
So when we're talking about power parents, if you haven't listened to the first podcast, podcast number one, you might be a little confused as to what we're talking about. So very quickly, I will tell you, power parenting is you becoming a more powerful version of who you are right now. So if you've not listened to that podcast, you might want to go back and listen to that one as well. All right, so what are we going to do today? Today we're going to talk about growing strength from the inside out. We all have people in our lives that probably can provide us with a little strength here or there. We might have a team of people or maybe activities or groups in our community that can help us be strong from time to time. But what we're talking about today is what you can do for yourself. You can rely on yourself to provide you with some strength, some positive energy that will help you lead yourself in your family. One of the things we focus on at the Family Support Village is empowering extraordinary parents like yourself to grow and lead extraordinary families. One critical portion of that is to grow and expand your leadership skills. Some people report that, you know, they're really great leaders at work. They can lead teams, they can do a lot of stuff, but they have a difficult time leading their family. Other people have told us over the years, eh, I'm not really much of a leader, I don't see myself that way. And to all of that we say, phooey, you can learn to develop these skills. We have done it. We have seen other power parents do it. We have helped people do it, and you can do it too. All right, I'm not a rocket scientist, so some of the things I'm going to say to you next might seem extremely obvious. However, for one reason or another, these areas are very difficult to employ in our regular life, especially if we're busy, we're overwhelmed, we're stressed, and we have a lot going on. So I'm going to remind you of a few things that I'm pretty sure you already know, but maybe have forgotten or don't employ in your own life. The first tip on how you can grow strength from the inside out is to be nice to yourself. Oh my gosh, parents, be nice to yourself. So often, we are not nice to ourselves. We are our own worst critic. Even though we may have accomplished so many things to help our family, we focus on what we have yet to do because it seems to be an ever-growing list. I want you to think about one of your best friends. If they came to you and they shared, to, they shared with you how they were really feeling defeated, how they thought maybe what they had going on was just absolutely too overwhelming, what would you say to them? Would you say, yeah, 
I completely agree. You're never going to do all that. Like, that's the worst. You are never going to be able to do that. Um, well, I hope not, because you might not have that best friend for all that long. Usually, how we react to such a situation is to say, you know what, it is a lot. I'm sorry you're going through this, but I know you can do it. Who else can help you? You might even offer to help them, but you don't make them feel worse about what they can't do. So why are we doing this to ourselves? It's really common. I hear about it all the time. Be kind to yourself. Treat yourself as you would a friend. What would you say to your friend? How would you offer to help them? How long would it take you to check back in with your friend and say, hey, you know, how's that going? How are you feeling about that? Think about doing those things for yourself. Acknowledging the fact that whatever it is is going on is a lot. And that you're sorry that you are going through it. Offer ways to help yourself. And check back in with yourself and say, you know what? Last week I was feeling X, Y, Z. How am I doing now? Has anything changed? Do I feel worse? The same? Am I improving? Think about how you teach your children to be a friend to other children. I'm pretty sure you're not giving them lessons of smack-talking their friends and telling their friends that they just are never going to be able to do whatever it is they're trying to do. So if we're teaching our children to be kind to others and to be kind to themselves, we need to take our own advice and be kind to ourselves. So tip number one, be nice to yourself. How can you be nicer to you? What are some things you can do to be nice to the most important person who is leading your family? And that is you. I say it often. I'm going to say it again. You cannot pour for, from an empty cup. You being nice to yourself is a simple, very powerful way to begin viewing yourself as strong. Because feeling strong is a positive, powerful feeling and emotion. Feeling defeated is not so much, right? How can we act and feel in strong ways if what we're doing is telling us we're not strong at all? All right, let's move on to number two. Number two is a bit of an exercise involving old thinking versus new thinking. It's a great coaching technique that I work with people on. I'm going to share it with you now, and then I will also put this information up on our public Facebook page so you can access it and you can answer the questions that I've put up and you can kind of work through this on your own just in case you're driving or out walking. So again, 
uh, at the support village is our public Facebook page that you can access this at. I always put everything up the day that we have the podcast go live. All right, so back to number two, old thinking versus new thinking. So if what we're thinking leads to how we're feeling and behaving, all of that leads to what comes next, which is either an action, a reaction, or very simply, inaction. So, if what we're thinking in our head is, this is so much, this is too much for me. I am never going to be able to do this. If this is what is going on in your head, likely you will experience feelings of being defeated, feeling like a victim, And you'll begin wondering, why should I even try? Because I am never going to be able to accomplish all this. And what's that going to lead to? That's going to lead to a complete uh, sense of inaction. You're going to do nothing. Because why would you? If you're never going to be able to improve it or accomplish it, why try? So that is old thinking. Old thinking is, this is so much. I'm never going to be able to do this. That makes me feel really crappy. I feel defeated. I am in victim mode. I am not even going to try to do anything. It's a vicious cycle. When our negative thoughts and our negative energy and what we're telling ourselves is bad, 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 that's how we're going to feel. That's how we're going to act. Now, let's think about this from new thinking. New thinking is brighter and lighter, parents. If your new thinking is, I don't know how, but I am going to find a way to figure this out. I have no idea how, but I am going to try to find a way to do this. What is that thinking going to lead you to think and feel? That thinking is going to make you feel hopeful and proactive. It's going to be energetic because now you're thinking, okay, acknowledging I have no idea how it's going to happen, but I am going to figure out a way. I am going to do this. And when you begin having those positive, proactive thoughts, it's going to lead you to specific behavior that might help you figure it out. Maybe you're going to read books about how other people have overcome challenges. Maybe you're going to learn how to manage your time better or set daily and weekly goals. Maybe you're going to say, you know what, I'm going to hold my children accountable to their chores and responsibilities, and that's going to free me up to do other more important things. So you're going to reframe your thoughts from old thinking to new thinking. Old thinking keeps you in a rut. It's a vicious cycle, and it is so difficult to get out of. But new thinking is like building a tower of blocks. You're going to add one, and then another, and then another. And you gain momentum. And it becomes an organic way that just naturally flows of you thinking more positive things in your head, 
having more positive feelings, and leading to more positive actions. Okay, so one, you're going to be nicer to yourself, people. You are not going to talk to yourself and say, you're right, you are never going to be able to get this done. You might as well just, you know what, lay down on the couch and don't even try because you don't have this. No, you're not going to be mean to yourself. You're going to be nice. And you're going to start practicing old thinking for new thinking. So how can you start implementing old and new thinking? You need to start keeping track of your thoughts. I talk about journaling a lot. And there's a reason. It works. It's effective. It is easy to do. It is costing you nothing to make note of your thoughts, write them down in black and white. The more you recognize and are conscious of what is going on in your head, you're going to be able to make changes. So, all right, old thinking versus new thinking is number two. Number three, find ways to release the negative thoughts that keep rambling around in your head. Again, journaling is an excellent way to do this. What are all the negative, overwhelming thoughts you have in your head? What are they? Write them down. Take a look at some of them, and I think you will find that the more you have written negative, the more negative comes out. It's a vicious cycle. Now try to make some of those into positives. What's some new ways that you can think about them? It's another way for you to do exercise number two is by learning to release. Write them down. Talk to uh, your significant other or someone important in your life. Reach out to a mental health professional. Or if you have a coach, work with your coach on it. Growing strength from the inside out, folks, starts with you. It has to be a commitment that you have, that you are worthy of trying to grow your strength, to grow your leadership, and to learn to support yourself. You have to be able to rely on you. If I have been able to do it, if my partner Alicia has been able to do it, and many, many other parents who have children with medical behavioral or learning challenges have learned to do it. I have complete confidence that you can learn to do it too. So head to our Facebook page at the Support Village and we will have the information up there that I want you to just take a look at and hopefully do some journaling on it all starts with what's going on in your head. What are your thoughts? Where are they leading you? Have a pretty good assessment of that. And then work through ways to be nice to yourself. To start swapping old negative thinking for new, positive, lighter thinking. And find ways to release your negative energy. All right, folks, we're coming to the close 
of this week's podcast, Growing Strength from the Inside Out. If you are a Family Support Village member already and you sign in to the website, if you go to the top of the page where it says My Village and you will pull down a tab that says uh, Leadership Series, in that Leadership Series, there is a whole document on growing strength from the inside out. If you've not looked at it, please do. For those of you who are not Village members, you might want to check out our site at familysupportvillage.org and work through these things that we have talked about today. They are simple, they are effective, and they cost you absolutely no money at all. All right, folks. Have a positive, empowered week. Be nice to yourself. Let us hear how it's going. Reach out, message us, email me, stephanie at familysupportvillage.org. We look forward to having you tune back in next week. Have a good one.